Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Who is the next Kenneth Walker? This holds a special place in my heart, this topic, this conversation, because this is how you guys win leagues. And there's nothing more rewarding than for me to watch a player we talk about in the 7, 8, 9, 10 round range. Nothing more gratifying than to watch a a prediction in that territory come into a, a top 20 overall value or top 10 overall value. I think many of us will agree that Kenneth Walker might be a top five overall player, at least a top five running back potentially walking into 2023. We did good work on Kenny Walker last year, ladies and gentlemen. The work is not done. Who is the Kenny Walker of 2023? This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. We got to define what a Kenny Walker is can be. Does it just mean explosion? Tony Pollard's going to explode. Assuming Pollard escapes the 2023 NFL draft and doesn't have to face uh, B. John Robinson or Zach Charbonnet, but does he qualify as a next Kenny Walker? He could if we define Kenny Walker as a, an exploding player that wins a league, but we're not defining Kenny Walker that way. We're defining Kenny Walker as a 7 or 8 or 9 or 10 round pick that can win a league, and, and Pollard unfortunately doesn't qualify. However, we love Tony Pollard, and we're going to send him to the to the moon. This is a good way to win your league. But we're going to take him out of this conversation. Pollard will be for another video. A league winning video for sure. ETN can win a league too, but he doesn't qualify because he's an early round pick. Jameer Gibbs I want to put in this territory. I want to mention him at least because he does have that same allure. He's a rookie running back. Kenneth Walker was a rookie running back. He's doubted a little bit. Kenny Walker was doubted a little bit. But he is going around 4 or 5. If we were to loosely define the next Kenny Walker as a running back that could be in round four or five, he would be in the mix for sure. But we're going to throw him out because we're going to only talk about players that are at least round six, maybe even late round five, because I feel like if we don't include the late round five guys, I don't know. I just feel a little bit like we're focusing too much on it being a very, very, very late round guy. And we're maybe missing the point of finding the next big hidden gem top five running back that just isn't being valued as a top five running back. So in that case, we're bringing back Jameer Gibbs into this conversation. Why? Because I don't want to define the next Kenny Walker as a guy that has to go in a specific round. I want it to be this running back can win a league. This running back unexpectedly turns into a top five to 10 running back. And that can win you a league in round five, six, seven. And because he does fall into round five, oftentimes I'm looking at ADP data right now. He can go at the end of four in very, very aggressive running back leagues. But if you draft in a three wide receiver format. I mean, Gibbs is falling to round five. We'll we'll make the cutoff round five. We'll say anybody in round four doesn't qualify 
as the next Kenny Walker. We make our own rules when it comes to talking about who the next Kenny Walker is, okay? I think we've earned that right. Jameer Gibbs can be a 900-900 running back. Jameer Gibbs can be the next Alvin Kamara. Think Alvin Kamara when he was amazing. And Alvin Kamara is on this list too. How? How is Alvin Kamara on the next Kenneth Walker list? Well, I'll get to that in a minute. It wouldn't shock me one bit if Gibbs had 55 to 65 receptions as a rookie. This guy can live in the 65 plus reception territory every single year. And the great part is he'll probably have an early jump on his career. Unlike Kenneth Walker, who started the season slow, he had the surgery, he had to climb up the the depth chart. Gibbs probably gets drafted into a very, very good situation. Gibbs could go 28 to the Bengals. He could go 27 to the Bills. He could go, I don't think he'll go 26 to the Cowboys because he and Pollard are very similar. Philadelphia at 30. KC maybe at 31, but I don't know that we want that, the way that KC has used, you know, Clyde. and But 30 and 28, 27, those would be ideal landing spots for Jameer Gibbs. The question is, is he the next Kenneth Walker though? Am I ready to anoint him the next Kenneth Walker? No, I'm not. He's not ruled out yet, but we're going to put him over to the side right here and we're going to move on to the next running back. Swift, look, Swift has a little bit of appeal to be talked about in this context, but sometimes he goes higher than round five. We'll definitely put him on the list. I don't know that he'll win. Monty, same thing. He's going in like round five. I don't know that he's going to win this, but we'll put him over here and uh, we'll come back to him. Damian Pierce needs to be talked about because he's going at the five, six turn and we know what he's capable of doing. Given that the Texans will probably draft their quarterback at number two overall, let's call it CJ Stroud. Given at 12, they could take a wide receiver like JSN or Quentin Johnson or Jordan Addison. This team's going to be very, very very solid right from the jump in 2023 and I don't know that that Pierce will be a top five running back but he is certainly in the conversation of of being the next Kenny Walker from round five six territory because he could be a top 10 running back he's just not a lock to be a top five to ten but feels like he's in real good position to be at least an eight to 14 and that puts him in the conversation but because I'm not feeling top five potential more like top 10 as a, a way to stretch it a little bit he doesn't feel like he's going to win this contest. So far, Gibbs is the front runner. Swift is a very decent consideration at this point, only because of the home run hitting ability he has. But the problem comes down to the staff doesn't want to use him properly. This Lion coaching staff from top to bottom has already come out this offseason and said, we want to limit Swift to keep him healthy. Now, an injury to Monty would vault Swift right into the starting role. There's a lot to consider with that. But Monty's also replacing Jamal Williams, who rushed for 17 touchdowns. And I think Monty's more likely to absorb all those touchdowns than Swift is. Goal line work uh, between the tackle work. I don't think they want to give Swift goal line work. It goes against what they're saying. Keeping Swift healthy. Giving Swift runs up the A and B gap aren't the type of carries that you give somebody that you're looking to rest and keep healthy. So Monty's standing in the way of, of Swift becoming the next Kenneth Walker. Pacheco around five. I mean, he certainly could, could win this argument here. I think the part that makes me say at the end of the day, I can't go with Pacheco here, even though I feel like he's totally capable of it is that Casey's rotated running backs year after year and even within the year they rotate two or three of them Jarek McKinnon looked like an absolute top five running back monster and he played that way before that Clyde was on fire in the early part of the 2022 season they just keep rotating through and Casey is no stranger to making a player a running back look really good at the end of the year especially in the playoffs and the Super Bowl and then coming in in week one and completely disappointing in terms of the usage 
advantage of that player that you thought, oh my God, Damian Williams doing so good in the playoffs. Two years in a row, week one, we bought into it. We said, okay, Damian Williams looks so good. They, they've got to lean on him, right? Then they didn't. So as much as I want to believe Pacheco can be the next Kenneth Walker, and he certainly could, are we really going to trust a team that continues to rotate the running back? I definitely trust Pacheco enough to draft him in the 5-6 territory. I'm not calling him a bust or an avoid, but I don't know that I can give him the title of next Kenny Walker. Alvin Kamara, Smitty. Smitty, how can Kamara be the next Kenny Walker? <laughs> He's been in the league a while. I get what you're thinking here. It has to be a young player to be the next Kenny Walker. It has to be somebody on the rise, not on the decline. And to be honest, what we saw out of Kamara in 2022, there's some concern about drop-off. But Alvin Kamara could be that hidden gem 6th and 7th round and in best ball 8th and ninth round sometimes on Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty, where you will get up to $100 bonus match on your first deposit dollar for dollar. But when we do underdog fantasy one QB best ball drafts, this guy, Alvin Kamara, is going in round seven and eight, sometimes round nine, but more so I'd say seven, eight. And that is where we kept stealing Kenneth Walker in 2022 drafts. And that's what this is about. It's not about how old is the player. It's not about, hey, is this an unknown player? This is about who can win you a league in round five, six, seven, eight. The later we get said player, the more likely they are to win this label of next Kenny Walker. And while Kamara comes with a whole bunch of risk, the next Kenny Walker is going to come with a whole bunch of risk. And that makes Kamara one of the very top options to be the next Kenny Walker. He keeps saying it as if Kamara's unknown. You win your league if Alva Kamara even remotely bounces back to form. And yes, he could be out four to six games. He could be out the entire season. He could never play again. But are you going to bank on the NFL making a harsh call when it comes to Alvin Kamara's discipline from this incident that everybody keeps ignoring i'm literally the only live streamer i feel like that i can find that's even covered this even remotely the way it should have been covered when the first video leaked when the second clear version of the video leaked no one went live no one even talked about it no one cares and at the end of the day i'm here to win you a league not make a a call about somebody fighting make a judgment call about his personality i'm here to assess whether he's gonna play more than 10 games and if he does at seven or eight round territory uh earlier in some redraft scenarios now his adp is a lot earlier if you go on like let's say sleeper and you do a mock draft right now because they're using last year's data these adp data's everywhere are garbage right now about underdogs because people are paying good money for their underdog drafts and we can use this data with confidence and the data tells us that no he's not going in round five or six like so many adp rankings are are suggesting right now his real adp value in paid leagues seems to be nestled in the seven and eight round range look that wins you a league if he plays 10 11 games and gets what i expect to be about a four to six game suspension because i think he'll plea on the lesser conspiracy charge which the nfl by letter of the law is only going to give a four to six game suspension regardless of the video evidence in court he's probably going to plea to the conspiracy charge he'll go to civil court as well that's a whole different topic but if he gets four to six games and he plays like the alvin Kamara of old which we don't know he will but with Derek carr there the offense moving the football down the field i think Kamara could be one of the biggest deals of fantasy football 2023 this coming from somebody that's been more critical about his situation than anybody could he miss the entire season will he get suspended in 2022 he didn't and i 
I, I don't trust the NFL to do the right thing. And you could say, Smitty, who are you to decide what the right thing is? Well, that's up to you. The right thing to me wasn't to let this guy play when Calvin Ridley couldn't play, when Josh Gordon's whole career was derailed. And yet this guy can go out and do what he did and get on the field, never get taken off the field, let it play out while he keeps abusing all that by extending the court date. And he'll likely plea to a, a conspiracy charge, a much lesser charge, not even the assault. It will be him pleading to the conspiracy of the assault, which is like saying, oh, I conspired to do it, but I didn't do it. That's what the plea is going to look like at a court of law. That's why four to six games is what he's going to get, and it's a misdemeanor. This is winter league material. This has all the risk and potential missed games baked in, and we're talking not round four or five. We're talking round six, seven, eight. If he climbs into round four or five, then we'll have a different discussion. We'll recalibrate our thinking, but for right now, I would say Kamara and Gibbs are leading the pack for the next Kenneth Walker. We have not decided yet. We're still going through it. And if you can't handle that Alvin Kamara and Kenneth Walker can be correlated here based on your definition, in your mind, don't think Alvin Kamara, think win a league player in the round five, six, seven, eight, nine territories with where you get them weighing on how much more valuable one of these players could be over the other. Javante could end up being the next Kenny Walker. And again, this is not about an unknown player or a rise of a rookie. This is about a player that you can get late in your draft that can win you a league and be a top five running back. He's certainly capable of it, Javante, but there's a lot in his way right now. His ACL recovery is a lot harder than Brees Hall's ACL recovery, and he's on this list. We will not knock him off, but we're going to put him over in the corner. He probably won't win this, but he's on my mind. He should be on your mind. He should be on your team. If you can get him in like the seven, eight round territory, don't draft him earlier than that because he could start the year on the PUP. I like Tyler Algier a lot, but I don't think he's going to qualify as the next Kenny Walker. Definitely a guy you want on your team. He's a value for sure. Kendra Miller, rookie running back. Keep an eye on him. He could be definitely on this list and climb, but for right now, we're going to put him down here. Alexander Madison. Ladies and gentlemen, this could be a gem. Dalvin Cook is already being talked about as a a potential release candidate, let alone a trade candidate. If no one's going to trade for Dalvin Cook, they might actually cut him. And if Dalvin Cook is cut, this guy Madison becomes a top 5 to 10 running back in a lot of people's eyes really quickly. So if you acquire him on the cheap right now, don't, don't acquire him as a top 10 running back. You acquire him cheaply in existing leagues. You might just win a league because of it, but you have to make sure the risk is baked in because he may go nowhere. He may go absolutely nowhere in terms of fantasy football production. This could be one of the more disappointing situations if you have a high expectation for Madison, but it could also be a rags to riches story. If anybody on this entire list has rags to riches potential to be the biggest Kenneth Walker rags to riches story, it would be Madison. He's going in the 100 range. He's got 10th round ADP. This could be the biggest home run swing to be the next Alvin Kamara. And for that reason alone, he will remain up here in competition with Gibbs and Kamara for the next Kenneth Walker 2023. So far, we got a three-man race. Madison, Kamara, and Gibbs. The best value in 2023 fantasy football drafts, regardless of experience. That's why Kamara is in the mix here. These are your 2023 versions of where Alvin Kamara was hiding in fantasy football drafts 2022. And the final guy, Zach Charbonnet. His ADP is anywhere from round seven 
to round nine. Sometimes earlier, we're talking redraft here, and Dynasty is going to go a lot higher, but you you still could probably get him, I'd imagine, somewhere in the four, five, six round territory. And that would vary depending on how many wide receivers he started. If your league mentality is building for the future only or win now, frankly, the Dynasty ADP out there is garbage. Anybody that says they got a really, really strong, accurate Dynasty ADP is lying because you have so many different mentalities involved and not a whole lot of good data. So in redraft, seven, eight, nine. In dynasty, four, five, six, anywhere in that territory. But we're talking kind of redraft right now. And we can talk about Charbonnet and the dynasty channel. Make sure you click and subscribe on the dynasty channel link below in the description. But from round seven, eight, nine, Charbonnet has as much upside to win you a league and get you the most bang for your buck than any player on this list. Not only does Zach Charbonnet qualify as being a rookie, being very, very underrated, going in the same territories that Kenneth Walker went, not like in round four or five where Gibbs is going, not being an older veteran like Kamara and kind of making that an uncomfortable comparison as the next Kenny Walker, not being too deep into the draft with a whole lot of red flags and risk and not even being a potential starter. These three right here have more question marks in regards to all of the Alvin Kamara criteria, and they all feel kind of forced into the comparison. This guy right here is a natural fit, and he's a moon man for a reason. The moon man dropping loads in outer space. Not only is he a moon man, he's a Mars man for a reason. He's on a shuttle to Mars. Mars man. We've been talking about Charbonnet for the longest time, and we're going to continue to talk about him because he's one of the fantasy football show's biggest breakout candidates. Landing spot's going to be important. Where is he going to go? Similar landing spots uh, that we talked about for Jameer Gibbs qualify for Zach Charbonnet. You've got uh, you've got Philly at 30. You've got the Bengals at 28. you got Buffalo at 27. Dallas might consider him at 26 as well. That could be bad for Pollard and Charbonnet. we got to watch that. But other than that, this guy might fall into the second round and could land in a very, very decent situation. Imagine Zach Charbonnet in Chicago. He could go to Atlanta. I think the Bears, the Eagles, and obviously it would be this Eagles pick at 30, but the Bears second rounder, the New Orleans Saints could be an opportunity as well. The Bengals, the Buffalo Bills. Zach Charbonnet in the right spot has top 5-10 to 10 running back appeal. Not only in 2023, but for the future. There is no better player, in my opinion, right now. My assessment right now in the middle of April, there is no better next Kenny Walker than Zach Charbonnet. So get Charbonnet. Get Charbonnet. Pop open a nice bottle of Charbonnet. Zach Charbonnet is coming for blood. Zach Charbonnet is an absolute monster. And if you haven't watched any of his film, I urge you to break it out right now. YouTube Zach Charbonnet, after two or three or four minutes of watching this kid break tackle after tackle, you will return to the comment section of my video. I almost promise you. I almost guarantee you're going to return to this video right here and say, Smitty, I feel ashamed of myself. Smitty, I feel ashamed of myself that I didn't know this man broke tackles the way you've suggested. Almost a guarantee. Go watch footage of this guy. Nobody breaks tackles like Zach Charbonnet. He's like Nick Chubb meets Saquon Barkley meets Derrick Henry. He's built a lot like Nick Chubb, but he breaks tackles better than all three of those guys. Smitty, did you just say he breaks tackles better than all three of Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, and Saquon Barkley? That's correct, Bob. You heard me correct. Now get correct and go draft this guy as the next Kenny Walker. He qualifies on all levels. Zach Charbonnet, get some in 2023. And don't forget, you can get your Kenneth Lightsaber Swing and Skywalker shirt 
wearing mine right now. Breeze's pieces, the logo, get breezed. We got it all. Link is in the description of every video I have or go to thefantasyfootballshow.com slash merch and get your merch on, baby. Get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com for all your year-round rankings, bold predictions, one-on-one text advice. Video courses are coming in May. May 1st, I'll have a lot, if not all. The video course is up on how to trade, negotiation 101, how to identify and size up your trading partner, how to trade out of the first round, how to trade into the first round. Basically, a bunch of glory. How to do this, how to do that. It's like a fantasy football school, and it's all at thefantasyfootballshow.com. Get some. And don't forget to use the link below and get on Underdog Fantasy promo code SMITTY. The link in the description attaches promo code SMITTY for you. This is how you get into the, the Underdog uh, Superflex drafts and the 1QB drafts, all the best ball drafts that we do late at night. You'll want to do this ahead of time so you don't have trouble getting into a draft when it's filling up quickly. So use the link below. Deposit a minimum of $10. They'll match up to $100 on your first deposit. But get a jump on that so you can jump right into the, the drafts with us and you don't have to worry about trying to get in. We do mock drafts as well, free ones during the the Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday live streams at midnight-ish Eastern. But I'm live Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern every single Monday through Friday. And I'm also live whenever news breaks. Now get out of here. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Smitty.